0: going on everybody and welcome back to the a show with the kings of pro wrestling podcast and we are awesome no we are we are 200
1: sir we are awesome for the 200th time yes (laughs) easily easily for the 200th time um welcome everybody yeah it's 200 it's the 200th episode of the a show it is Jeez Louise, you know what's crazy? I'm back where probably I've recorded a lot of the early episodes of The A Show since now that I'm back at work, um, which I don't enjoy, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, but it kind of feels like home. kind of feels like, listen, me, empty studio, recording The A Show when I'm supposed to be working, uh, but <laughs> hey. Same, same here, you know. <laughs> same here, it's... But, hey, it's an amazing feeling. It's an amazing feeling. We're taking up every little time doing our lunches, doing our things to make sure we bring you guys the best show and bring it on time as well. But 200th episode, I want to ask you, Justin. Yeah. Did you ever think we'd make it to 200 episodes? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, All right. Sure. But by when? Like episode one or like by episode like 104?
0: Uh. Okay. Okay. Uh, let, let, let me be clear. It got shaky in the pandemic. And I think we did have a conversation about that last year. Like, what are we going to do? You know, if if this shuts down, what does this become? And I think that actually stopped us from doing the Patreon for such a long time because we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, so I was worried that we would have to take a break. Yeah. And a long break because mm-hmm. we didn't know if wrestling would be around. But I say around 100. I was like, if we did, if we did this for 100, we could do this for another 100. Like, I think episode 100, I was like, yeah, we can we can really do this because you, you did it for 100 weeks and I did it for 100 weeks and it just became a part of our lives. Like this, this podcast is just such a part of my life that even like, you know, I tell people at my job about it and they're like super excited. I tell my fiance about it and she's like, oh, you're recording. You know, I'm going to leave you alone from this time to this time because I know what's up, you know. So like this is be- become less of a hobby and, and and really more of like like a passion is is doing this podcast and, and thinking in different ways and arguing with you and talking to you. Like I talk to you every week. Can you think that crazy? Yeah. Like at the same time for 200 weeks, there were times like when I worked at uh all deaf digital in LA, I would go to the third floor where no one would be there and we record and I recorded work just so that we could get it out for the night. Right. And like it, just the dedication that we've we can had. Say that
1: now. Cause we no
2: longer
0: work there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the dedication that we've had to this show has been tremendous. I mean, we just, we have a, we have like a mixer now and we have a Patreon now and we have production now and we have a whole team, you know, thank you to Cyrus and Quan uh, and, and Armand and, and Chan and CC, like everyone who has given their time to us because
1: Even the people in the past, like Kylo and MJ and all this other stuff like that. Even if you, you know, we're still here. And all the guests, too. Man. All right. So here's what I want you to do. Yeah. Here's what I want you to do. I want to give at the end of the show. I definitely want to thank all of our patrons, but I want to do a big thank you thing. You know, at the end of the liners of like an album or something, they do a thank you. Okay. So I want to do that. But I also want you to queue up. The instrumental for Kanye West Last Call. Was this the last episode? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, <laughs> I did, well, to be fair, I did that on Two Belts as well. And it just worked out really, really well. It was like the instrumental, you talking your shit, you getting your shit off, all this stuff like that. Like, we were able to, you know, give a thank you to everybody. Everybody has been a part of it. Like, Last Call, Kanye West, it's just an appropriate song. I don't want to do like September, but like Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Oh, it's no, almost twenty. It's almost Ooh. September. Should we do September? Nah, that's not really September. No, all right. Well, that, yeah, because I
0: don't. <laughs> let, me, let me actually stop my dogs from fighting. Hold on one second. Let me pause. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me stop my dogs from fighting. I'm not. I'm not editing.
1: Well, yeah. All right. So. 200th episode I never thought that we'd actually make it to the 200th episode and I say that because of me because being doing 200 episodes of anything is just crazy like even you know after two belts which was the closest thing I get to 200 episodes was about like 171 episodes I was like okay I think this show has kind of ran its course a bit. Um, but doing 200 episodes on a weekly basis, like, I never thought, especially after doing the Two Belts, which was for the most part on a weekly basis and doing that show, I never thought in my wildest dreams that we would get to 200 episodes and doing it for 200 weeks in a row. And even the weeks I'm not there, we got people who support us and people who help us and people who help because do the show and guests that we've reached out to that we never thought we'd get, including this episode. Like, 200 episodes, is it's insane. It's insane. I feel like we should... I feel like we're incredibly grateful for everything that's here. But I also feel like we shouldn't bury the lead on terms of the big guests that we have for this episode because, whew, boy, yes.
2: 200
1: I, of them we've been, things.
0: We've been leveling up. And if you listen to us from episode one all the way, I mean, it don't matter when you stepped in, you know, to listen to the show. we have I don't care.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: constantly up the bar and, you know. Really, just tried to give you guys the best of the best, and I feel like now, you know, it's in due time. Everyone says in due time, you know, things happen, and we've really leveled up for everything. Uh, obviously, as you guys already know and seen, today's guest is Bianca Belair. Uh, who would have ever thought it was? It was it was shaky. We were scared last weekend because of the Sasha. Uh, Bianca thing that was going on. That that was that was shaky. I was texting Mills the whole weekend like I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were we were a bit concerned because they said like due to unforeseen circumstances that House shows that, you know, Bianca and Sasha will not be on the show. But I think we can guarantee you that they will be at SummerSlam. We can definitely guarantee that because she wouldn't have done this interview. And we yeah. wouldn't have talked so much about SummerSlam if we didn't think they would all be there. So I can we can guarantee you that Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks will be at SummerSlam and we'll be able to predict that match towards the end of this show. But yeah, I mean, Bianca Belair, oof, what a guess, man. What a fun interview, too.
0: I think this is our best interview yet. Um, you know, I don't really want to have people wait any longer for this. Uh, we'll be right back after the interview's over, um, with more, more A show and uh, our and our thoughts about the Bianca Belair interview. Uh, just a second, we'll be right back
1: on the A show. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the 200th episode of the A show. That's right, 200. We're still locking in. We're still doing this and and. We've got a guest worthy of this. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this is amazing. This is awesome. Like, 200 episodes in, and we never thought this would happen, but we're here. Um, Of course, we have, I got to go through, I have an intro here. So, we have Royal Rumble 2021 winner. Yes. We have current SmackDown Women's Champion. We have SB Award winner. We have, I'm seeing this. I want to, I, want, I got to double check if it's confirmed. Yeah. WWPC three-time combine champion. Three times, three times. Yeah, We got, Mrs. It's not even fair, Miss Bianca Belair. Welcome to the A-Show, 200th episode. Welcome here.
3: Hello, hello. I love that intro. I love the, <laughs> the partner about the three-time PC combine champion. <laughs> People always forget that one. That's a very important one too.
1: No, you, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. At all. I don't. I'm not even sure how many combines you guys have had.
3: Uh,
0: th- three. <laughs> <laughs> gotta- oh my! What we love to do in the show, we like to raise people's jerseys on the rafters, like it's like a sports team. Your jersey has to be on the PC rafters forever after that one. Uh,
3: it has to be. If it's not, it's not, not right.
1: <laughs> three for three. Three for three. Of course, we've got to rem- remind everybody that SummerSlam will stream live this Saturday, August 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Peacock. And we've got one of the ladies who's just in the main event of this. And tr- trust me, we've been watching. I mean, I, we watch on Friday on SmackDown. Yeah. It'll Listen, it's been a little rough. It's been a little rough. Listen, and, and you got a smile on your face, but you, I know the smile. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I love, I've been practicing the table flip all weekend. Gotta-
3: <laughs> Don't hurt yourself now. <laughs> listen,
1: listen, everybody has dubbed every Jamaican because that looked like one of those basement parties, moves. That you, what went through your mind when you did the table flip? Because I'm... Uh,
3: listen, I, you know, this, it has been rough the past couple of weeks. You know, like I said, I always fully expected a rematch with, with Sasha. Um, that's why I said all you had to do was ask. I fully expected it. And mm-hmm. I was- I just would have gone about it a different way so at the end of the day I was like you know what it's over and done with we're having a contract signing we're going to get down to businesses where we're at and then of course Delina and Carmela come out which that's really what kind of threw me off because I'm like why is this happening I understand I have a target on my back um but at that point I'm like okay it's three on one uh mm-hmm. I already know it's about to happen so I'm going to have to make the first move here. <laughs> so I, I'm like, I never back down from a fight and I'm going to have to do what it doing and go at them. So I try to go at all three of them and I was like, you know, the table's there. So I call myself the EST for a reason and I always find an athletic way to do something. Like, let, me, let me do something that, that, that Sasha's not expecting. So I just flipped over the table. That's the easiest thing for the EST to do, right? Like it's be- <laughs> easier for me to flip over the table than to just jump over it or walk around it. Yeah.
1: It was in the table. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> but you really? know, I, I had to give her the hands real quick, so you know.
0: And really, you're no stranger to like just beatdowns in general. I can remember, a, a, like maybe a year and a half, two years back, you showed up at Zelina Vegas' house
1: and beat her up. <laughs> we had Twi- on Twitch. It listen, Sasha Banks got to know that on any platform you can get it. Yeah, any she- platform: Twitch, Peacock, Fox, USA. <laughs>
3: But you know, I think these girls they take my my kindness for a weakness. You know, I'm like I'm, I I I go here now. I'm new to this. You know, I'm, I'm SmackDown Miss Champion. I'm new. I'm trying to be professional here and be nice here. But all that's out the window now. And you know, I got a little grudge against Zelina and Carmella as well because
2: mm-hmm.
3: like you you had just you had your turn. Like wait, like let's just wait. But it is what it is. You know, I always say you did what you did. I felt how I felt. I said what I said. And now it is what it is.
1: Absolutely. And- <laughs> you, know, you know why I think you know why I think they're underestimating you and I don't know why because the hell in the cell was not too long ago but I think it was because you was about to have that last man standing match with Bailey, and it didn't happen and I knew you was about to pull out some you know EST was about to go times 10 in that and I knew that was going to happen so maybe it was because that didn't happen and they were like oh my god well you know it's a
3: <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. You know, who knows what's going on in their head right now? But, you know, we go, I'm going to show up and show out for SummerSlam. So that's all that matters at this
1: point. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of showing out, you had on your IG stories the other day, you making the gear for SummerSlam.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I make all my gear. Uh, and, you know, I always say I, I save a, a lot of money, but I don't save a lot of time. So, you know, it's a lot that goes into what I do. You know, it's not just me training and working out. Like I'm, I'm making my own gear. I try to invest myself in fully into what I do. Uh, I just started making it yesterday, last night. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving it so far. I don't want to hype it up too much because if it doesn't live up to the expectations, I'm gonna be like, oh, my bad. But I think it should be on the action figure in the future.
1: Okay. Is there a theme for it? Is there a theme? Anything that <laughs> no spoilers, but but just like no spoilers, a... but is there a theme?
3: Um the theme really it just speaks for itself. And and when okay. you see it, you'll you'll understand what I'm what I what i what I mean when I say that. It speaks for itself. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Has there been a uh some gear that you've made that you've been like, I don't know, like last minute, you just had to kind of go with it?
3: Yeah, honestly, all of my gears usually last minute. Um i usually have like this idea in my head and then at the last minute it switches and i'm 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 like expediting fabric to be here and i'm doing it the night before my wrestlemania gear it was literally down to the last i was doing it in the hotel room and i'm still like looking at it trying to figure out do i like it do i not like it is it good is it not the hell in the cell gear with with with, um bailey it's like i've been trying to do different things and new things lately trying to Mm -hmm. push my because i'm i'm a youtube sewer i'm not a professional sewer i learned everything off of youtube and trial and error yeah. so um yeah like my wrestlemania gear i had no idea how it was going to come out hell in a cell same thing i was like it was like a puzzle trying to piece it together but it usually all comes out good <laughs> think.
0: We, we absolutely agree it, it, it does it <laughs> comes out great
1: yeah yeah absolutely i mean I want to talk about just something that happened a couple, I guess a month ago, you had this great moment on NXT with Raquel and Rhea Ripley and holding up the, the three, the, the, I mean, it kind of felt like a new era type of deal kind of, how did you feel kind of going in that moment? What can you kind of maybe share that you about this moment that you shared with two of your, uh, you know, I guess, how can I say this? Cause you've been through wars with them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? With them, against them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How did that moment make you feel?
3: I was excited to to have that moment. You know, it was my first time people saw me. You know, outside of WrestleMania as SmackDown's champion. And in my, in my mind, I'm like, this makes so much sense to go back to where it all started. Mm-hmm. It's Raquel, it's Rhea, and it's it's me. So we we all were in NXT together. We we kind of all started together. We all progressed together and. I really thought it was really cool to share that moment with them right where it, where it all started. And, you know, I think what's, what's great about the dynamic between us three is that we were all competing against each other in NXT. But at the same time, we never um, brought someone else down to to, mm-hmm. to lift ourselves up. Like, we always were able to clap for each other when it wasn't our turn. And now, we, at, in that moment, we were all came, able to clap for each other, and it was all of our turn. So um, it was really cool and it was really cool that, you know, I was SmackDown Miss Champion. Rhea was was Raw with Miss Champion. Raquel was NXT with Miss Champion. It was like, like you said, like a new generation of women's wrestlers that, that are coming through. And, and um, that was really the cool part. And we were, we were just so excited to, to, to be, to share that, that moment together. And then like, when we looked behind us, we saw the picture. It was three of us from an NXT live event from maybe like two years ago. You really just wow. saw like, the progression from then to now. Um, and to be representing, the, um, representing this new generation of women coming through. So I'm super excited about that still. Yeah.
0: So um, I, what I, what I do want to talk about is just really kind of like your impact so far, since, since you've really just come into wrestling in general, like, I don't know if you realize this, but like, you're kind of like a gateway for a lot of fans and, and people of color who, you know, really want to get into this. Like, do, do you like kind of like realize like the magnitude of like what you're doing like that. It's, it's huge.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I see like all the comments on, on Instagram and social media and, and I really see it like when I'm out and especially when I see, you know, little girls that look like me, especially little boys like me, especially and it. And, and they're, they're just like, Oh my God, you're such an inspiration. And it's not this ego boost for me. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, I just think about the impact and that, that I'm having. And also like even ever since I, when I first came in, even into NXT, my main thing was always just being unapologetically me and representing for my culture and my community and people that look like me, especially. Um, and to bring more of you know that those eyes to the product and and, and being someone and show, like it's it is not just me. It's so so much diversity in WWE and really yeah. just em- emphasizing that and and put it out there that WWE is for everybody, especially my community, mm-hmm. my culture. If you can look at you can look and see so much diversity among the black community, so many different types of black. So anybody can look and see someone that they can relate to, that they can um, just, just that they can feel something from. So that was always one of my key things, even coming from NXT, my husband, and I used to always talk about it and we're like, we're just gonna be us and try to bring the culture in and, and bring everybody along for the ride. And that's why I was super like excited about doing Rolling Loud.
2: Yes. Um,
3: Especially because, like, even before I found, out, we found out that we were going. My husband and I saw the lineup, and we were trying to figure out ways to get tickets so that we could <laughs> go. Uh, and then when I found out we were having a match, then I'm just like, "This, this is it. This is the great. Like, this is a great starting point." Um, it felt like I finally had both of my worlds colliding. Yeah. You know, I'm so passionate about wrestling, but then I'm so passionate about my culture. Now they're both colliding, and and we're bringing all these new eyes to the product. And it's just, I felt like. It was. I saw a girl tweeting about it on on Twitter, and I was like, I feel that. She she was saying that she was at Rolling Loud, and she's a wrestling fan as well. She was saying that that was the first time she actually felt whole. Uh, hmm. I think that was, was.
0: I think that was Alexis. I think that was. That might have been Alexis. Yep.
3: She said that's yeah. the first time she felt whole, and I'm like, that's that's exactly how I felt in that moment. So, it's really cool to just, uh, you know, be here representing and possibly yeah. draw more eyes in. I, I love it
0: what's great to me is that from the moment you stepped in from your promos to the way you carry yourself it's authentic I feel like I know I know you like I'm t- I tell my fiance all the time like I feel like I I you know I've met her before you know what I'm saying because she's just so much like someone that that we all know and I think that's really how it how it connects to people it's like it's like when you saw the rock on the screen for the first time you know what I mean it's like that's a guy that that, that we know
1: you know yeah. right yeah no I feel I feel like you can't even you you can like give direction but you can't even write for someone like you you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> like they, no one's gonna be able to be like because because the way you you add the little like spice you add a little sizzle to everything they kind of do listen it's the um how can I say this do I want to do I want to do a Bianca Belair impression in front of Bianca oh, Belair
3: let me hear it yes,
1: you, yes. your impressions here right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't even go here like that type of thing and i because you did the arms too and (laughs) and it's you can't write those things and it comes off so authentic and i think that's why everyone connects with you because it just kind of even feels so real no matter no matter if you're playing you know the baby face or if you're playing the heel it's like yeah like it's it's bianca at the end of the day like you could have went by one name and it would have been enough said um (laughs) Now, now let me ask you another question since you're the EST of NXT. Now you've done a lot of interviews and I know because I we were prepping for this interview and we watched and read them all. So we wouldn't ask the same questions. Um, So what do you kind of do now? Because you, 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 you're doing a lot of work. You're a SmackDown women's champion. You're out on the road, you're doing rolling loud, you're going to Lollapalooza, all this other stuff. How does Bianca kind of unwind? What kind of brings you back like whole because this like you can get caught up in the personality of it all the majesty of it all like i'm bianca belair i'm the est but what brings you back down to bianca like what like what shows you watch do you have any kind of ritual that you do at home do you like shut everything off like how do you how do you just like you know just be whole again
3: um well i'm I'm a person that never stops moving like i've always been a person that i love to work if i Mm -hmm. don't if i'm not working i find something to do um but for me really it's just coming back home and spending more time with my husband and my family. Um, I love doing DIY projects. I love doing work around the house. I did this wall behind me. Um, I'm I'm always doing something. I love to sew, which is kind of still, I'm still kind of in Bianca Belair mode, but I love to read. Um, I love to bake cakes and cook. I actually like decorate cakes. I do a lot of DIY projects. I watch, I like to binge watch shows so much right now. I'm binge. Um, actually, last night I just watched the latest episode of Sisters, which is the Tyler Perry show.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I just finished catching up on Queen Sugar. Um, I love any type of like hospital shows like Grey's Anatomy and Good Doctor hmm. and all those type of shows. Uh, we just watched the, the latest episode of Canaan um, the
1: Power, the power. power series.
3: Yeah. Um, and we just finished The Shy. So I love just coming home. And also just like watching shows and unwinding, reading, cooking, spending time with my husband, doing DIY projects around the house. And I love working out, which, I mean, you can say that still being in Bianca mode, but that's so much a part of who I am. That is, just, that's just me. Yeah. I love working out and, but I, I had to put the top of the list, just spending time with my husband and my family. And, yeah. I, and I actually do a book club with my best friend. It's just me and my, me and my best friend. We read the same book together and we, we try to get on once a week, and we like do book club with each other.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's
0: fire! I mean, that's fire. I mean, you don't get to the three time combine champion without working out, so I expected that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! All right, so now, so now you're back on the road. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't even know if it's back on the road. This is is this your your first time like legit on the road back to back?
3: Yeah. Everybody- everybody kept saying like how does it feel to be back on the road I was like no this is my first time <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your first time on the road so you guys are driving I'm assuming I, I don't know who you're with but I wanted to ask you I wanted to ask you an actual question because all these interviews you name dropped an artist at some point I need to know Bianca Belair you plug in the Ox on the radio you got the Ox. what do you got playing give me like a couple of joints what do you got playing man
3: my playlist is so all over the place uh
1: <laughs> I need to know I listen, have, the all over the place, the the more all over the place the better.
3: All over the place. I got I have I always have J. Cole on there.
1: Mm-hmm. I have
3: uh Beyonce on there. I have some Kirk Franklin in there. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I
2: enough. always have
3: City Girls, Meg, um I, I uh, Mulatto uh, Olato, Um uh, Um uh, um my, my husband actually he's been playing the new Nas album lately. Gram um, which is so good like and, and lauren hill is on there i'm like keep that on repeat uh <laughs> but that's like I, i'm just kind of like all over the place i love a little bit of everything <laughs>
1: what's what's the one song that if it come up like you ain't even like that that song was for you but it came up on the ox anyway and you were just like oh i mean <laughs> we can skip this song <laughs> it's like for you it's your own personal maybe guilty pleasure type of record
3: oh um i would have to say um mm. so there's this Beyonce song mm-hmm. that I love to listen to when I wake up in the morning uh when I'm working out whenever I just need to get like upbeat but it's crazy because I can never remember the name specifically for the song but I can sing it for you a little bit
1: all right sing it a little bit because I, I I know the I'll, I'll know it
3: okay uh let's see <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing, but I can sing if you know what I mean.
2: You're
1: the EST. Gotcha. You're the EST. You know,
3: it's like, I'm not a preacher, babe, but, no, I'm not a teacher, babe, but I... Oh,
1: School and Life. There you go.
3: But, yeah, that, that song, I love, and I probably just sang the words wrong, but I think I'm singing it right. That's the song that I can listen to no matter what time of the day.
1: Oh, my <laughs> God. I love
3: her, Franklin, uh, Revolution, which... That just gets me hype all the time.
1: Oh, turn that up. Okay. All right. We got to get the it's playlist soon.
3: Expect it. But yeah. And J. Cole K O D. That song too.
1: <laughs> no. We got to get the playlist soon. We gotta get the playlist. I don't know if you got one that's public or anywhere like that, but we gotta get the Bianca Belair playlist. Um gosh, we have, we have
0: some quick questions. We got we're running out, we're running out of
1: time. <laughs> of course. But okay, so quick questions these are come from our you know our patrons shout out to everyone who support the a show for the past 200 episodes bianca belair 200th episode um what female would you like to have a match with that you haven't had already
3: oh i always say especially it's the legend beth phoenix i always mm. have a match with beth phoenix hand down and i've never had a match with raquel not even in nxt i was tagging with her or against her but a singles match with raquel would be really cool
1: Ooh, okay all right um what non-wrestling athlete do you draw inspiration from?
3: Oh, recently, most recently, Simone Biles. Um, and you know, for her her putting her mental health before her performance and, and mm-hmm. really just putting that out there and making it more comfortable, an environment uh, where athletes can be more comfortable being vulnerable with their mental health. So definitely Simone Biles recently. Um in the past, it was always Flojo and Gail Devers uh, and Dominique Dawes for me.
1: Oh my God. Okay um have you ever seen the clip on 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 twitter of you beating down carmel and dana brooke to cry mob stilettos <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> i no, just need
1: to know if you saw that
3: i have it's a lot of different clips to that but yeah, i've definitely seen that one that, that was a song in high school <laughs> that was a dance too yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god okay um let's see oh how do you go about adding to your moveset is there any inspiration or you try to be original as possible
3: i try to be as original as possible um you know i want to go in the ring and i want to say like what nobody can do what i do i try to draw inspiration from my background that's why i can like i try to do the clean and press when i'm pressing girls over my head and, and doing all kind of different things i try to push the boundary um but yeah i just try to be as as, as original as possible and i try to draw something from each est i try to do something that shows that i'm the fastest something that shows that i'm the strongest and something that shows that like i don't know the word for it but like being a high flyer sometimes like 450s and shooting star presses i don't really know if there's an est for that the uh fly- is that?
0: Flyest.
3: the flyest mm-hmm. yeah, yeah
0: flyest. <laughs> I, i'm sure you have some some new moves you're coming up with for for sasha i'm, I'm sure
1: she got a whole book that you're about to do to her on, on saturday <laughs> <laughs> um let me ask this: Was there anybody at the ESPYS that you were starstruck when you you saw him on the carpet? You saw him on the thing anywhere? Anybody?
3: Um, I wouldn't say starstruck, but I was very excited. We saw Tay Diggs, um, okay. and I, I, you know I'm I'm a huge fan of All American. I watch All American the show, and mm-hmm. uh, we were Sasha and I were standing in line to go to the bathroom. And he walked past us, and he came and shook our hands. He was like, "I'm a huge fan of you guys. Keep doing what you're doing." I'm like. Oh, that was Tay Dix, he, 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 he <laughs> was watching us. But also uh, Naomi Osaka, she was sitting right in front of us, the table in oh. front of
1: us.
3: And I was like, that's Naomi. And I was like, I wanna go, I wanna take a picture with her, but I don't, I don't know. I don't wanna ask her, I don't know, I don't know what to do. So I didn't get a picture with, but maybe in the future. I think she's just, she's super inspiring too. She's just so talented. And she also puts her mental health before her performance too. So I love everything that she represents.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Justin. You got any any questions you want to ask?
0: Oh man, I think I think uh, one more question from our listeners. Um, so you debuted at last year's WrestleMania. Um, how did they feel to debut there, but kind of wait a little bit before you kind of broke out into your own?
3: Um, it was interesting. You know, the whole plan was, um, at first for me to debut the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, cause they're like, we're gonna give you this huge debut. You're going to get your moment, and then. It was really. I think the night before that morning, I got I got a phone call and they said, "Oh, you're debuting at WrestleMania with the Street Profits." I was like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: so,
3: you know, it's it's really true that you have to stay ready, so you don't have to get ready here because opportunities come so fast. But we really just try to um, make the best of it. It was cool because it was like, yeah, we don't have fans, but I'm debuting uh in my first wrestlemania alongside my husband in the performance center which is where we met so it's kind of like a full circle type of thing um you know to fast forward to now you know we're, we're back on the road and i'm now Smackdown's champion and i got to basically debut in front of a crowd as Smackdown's champion now so i yeah. kind of got a debut i never really got to have but it's even better now so absolutely it, it was tough but we we made the best of it and we were able to adapt and now full circle we're on the road to SummerSlam.
1: absolutely
3: full full capacity audience so it's going to be amazing
1: dope dope yeah um that's all we got i mean we want to thank you obviously uh because you've just been we're you're someone who we talk about weekly on the show (laughs) we love your authenticity we love your blackness we love everything that you bring to the table because you represent us and you i think you represent us in an amazing way um and yeah there's so many people just in our community our internet wrestling community with with a lot of black fans because we're also trying to reach out we have this community now that we never had before and you know everyone is just so proud of you and everyone just loves you so much and you know you do an amazing job so i want to say thank you first of all for being on our show and just thank you for being who you are
3: thank you so much That means so much to me thank you for having me on the show this was this was fun it's a very fun interview so thank you Oh no problem
1: and i i I will see you at Madison Square Garden next oh, week. Oh,
3: yes, in New York. You know, this will be my first time wrestling in Madison Square Garden. So it's going to be lit.
1: Oh, turn, turn up.
0: <laughs> right. um,
1: Justin, Yeah, for sure. take us out?
0: Absolutely. So that was our interview with Bianca Belair. When we come back on The A Show, we'll, we'll be back with SummerSlam prediction. So uh, me and Mills will be arguing a lot more. So we'll be right back. Okay, we're back on The A Show. Episode 200, Bianca Belair interview. So cool the
1: coolest. You know, I think um one I think we got the best interview with her that she she said she enjoyed the interview. I think that's enough of a a, a a like if if anything I feel great about is that at the end of the interview you can audibly hear her say on wax that this was a really fun interview. So, <laughs> I'm pretty, you know, there's nothing you can say to me at this point. Like it was, yeah. we had a good time. I think everyone is, we got a really entertaining interview. I think we got a little bit out of her that no one else really gets because prepping for this interview, I watched a lot of her interviews and, you know, shout out to the amazing people who've interviewed her because she's been everywhere. Like she's been doing it big. Shout out to like, I, I read Cal's interview with her cause he's interviewed her like multiple times over the last number of uh, months. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read kind of everywhere that has, you know, had her to just kind of get the feel of her. And then I was like, you know what? We need to switch up the feel. We need to—we can—we're not, like, you know, we're not, uh, you know, handcuffed, I say, by, like, you know, editorial standards or something along those lines. We can get loose with it. We can get, you know—we can do a bunch of things. So I think— Going into that interview, it was just very loose energy. It was just very real energy and authentic. And I think she felt that. And I hope you guys felt the interview. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. I was geeked after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think that the I think that, you know, we we looked at a lot of interviews. We saw a lot of the questions and, and it is tough because they do so much press. It's tough to find an angle sometimes, but we managed to find a really fun angle and thank you to all of our our patrons who left questions as well hopefully uh those answers were sufficient for you guys but um you know i i think it was important that we all as people of color got to have that conversation you know what i mean especially you know certain parts of it um you you, you don't get that perspective from a lot of a lot of places and a lot of outlets that she has interviewed absolutely. with absolutely mm-hmm. and you know, I I think that it was really important, and and it meant a lot to me for us to really just have that conversation, and 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 really and really kind of break the elephant in the room. Like, let's talk about how she is really a gateway, and and people are going to look at her the same way they look at Rock, the same way they look at a lot of people as someone who got them into wrestling. So, um, shout out to Bianca Belair! Thank you so much for doing this interview with us for a 200th episode. That that, that was that was big. I think for F one hundred, I had all of those like vignettes and stuff like that. So this was a this was a, a nice level up to that. A hundred episodes later, let's see where we are.
1: I listened to one hundred uh, a couple of days ago, and I got oh emotional. word! Yeah. <laughs> I listened to Make It Make Sense, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I kind of got mad all over again. I was like, "What the hell is this nigga talking about?" Like. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I was talking real. I was talking that real. That's also, what I was we talking. had a, like a lengthy, you, you know, I've been thinking of like putting together this like reel of like our best of episodes. So I've actually gone back and listened to quite a few episodes and maybe it'll be out soon. Or, or, at some point it will be out. We got a lot of things to do this week. But um, it was just, you know. That episode, I've you know, a lot of people mentioning it as one of their favorite ones. Everyone who's been down since pretty much day one at this point, or at least day 76. But wow, like discussions. The the weird part about doing 200 episodes with you is we don't really have those type of heated debates as much anymore. Because I think we're just so used to each other now. We kind of have formulated similar opinions just by (laughs) osmosis of us being in, you know, next to each other and having these discussions every single day, whether we're doing it on a podcast or not, we're having these things, we're in group chats, we're on the timeline, we're doing these things every day. So we don't have these like very, these like very uh, spirited, how can I say, let's say it like that, spirited discussions, but still, you know, great episode. Great, great to go back to. Great. And I sent you a clip from that episode where you were like, these AEW guys don't seem like they're on the same page when they're giving all these answers, and this is like 2019.
0: Yeah, and 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 you know it still rings true today. But I, I don't I I don't like to listen to that episode. I, I think it was the most <laughs> we had ever been. We had another episode where we just at the end I was just like fuck this nigga, and then like after like ten minutes I was just like all right I'm not mad anymore like. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like getting that contentious. I think people like to see us go at each other's necks. I think those are people's favorite episodes when we're like we have a stark
1: disagreement. I think because we're both spicy when we <laughs> go back and forth with it, like very, very spicy. Like, okay, all right. All right. And I've learned how you your interview style a little bit. Not interview, but you're like your um antagonizing style a little bit. You know, I don't what I'm saying? antagonize you though.
0: That's the You sure?
1: Thing. You sure? <laughs> hey, I let the people decide. <laughs> fuck out of here okay all right <laughs> anyway that was our amazing interview with Bianca Belair tell your friends tell everybody if you love this show and you love the past 200 episodes please share the show um and yeah put another wrestling fan on put someone else who may not you know who wondering like yo should I get back into this uh how can I get into this without having to spend seven hours a week watching wrestling like yo put them on the a the show we got you you know what I'm saying yeah yeah we're here uh, let's get into some no
0: holds barred. Actually, no, before we do that, we got a couple more things to announce on the show for uh, week 200. Uh, we got a special, very special Twitter Spaces conversation happening on Thursday at uh, 630 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be Hot Takes Live with myself, Meals and the gang taking all your favorite hot takes, all your most crazy hot takes on Twitter Spaces.
1: We're going to be doing it. I mean, hot takes are very, I love these episodes because I love to hear what you guys think. And then also you guys are maybe as just as uh, insane about this stuff as we are. So I'm, or maybe even more at this point. Um, So I love the hot take stuff. And I think it's a great opportunity to do it live in front of people and and, and hopefully get some live hot takes. I'm going to get some before, um. We do it just so we have some in the tank and stuff like that if you want to spit some off real quick. But I definitely want to hear you guys come up to the stage, come up to or whatever the hell Twitter spaces calls its thing um, and definitely talk about it. So 3.30 p.m. P- Pacific time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um We'll be having this Twitter Spaces on Thursday. I look forward to see all of you guys there, and I look forward to see what the hell you guys got to say. It's literally nothing's off base. You want to talk to us about AEW? You want to talk to us about NXT? You want to talk about WWE? You want to talk about? You want to give a non wrestling hot take, which I always love. um, Yeah, stop by.
0: You know, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be real fun. No holds barred. It's like a big, it's like a big week of news, but not a big week of news. Like it's like really big things that happen, but um, we're actually gonna unlock all the no holds barred this week to to just just to celebrate two hundred. Uh, obviously, Patreon's getting the episode first. We're gonna unlock no holds barred to everybody this week. This is another Ooh. gift to the to the people. Don't worry, Patreon. You know what I'm saying? Y'all still get all the all the all the exclusives if you don't have. Y'all got
1: invasion uh, diaries. You better. <laughs> patreon got invasion diaries they got so much stuff coming we got the we got the legendary run season two i don't have you guys officially announced what the topic was or no yet yeah it's gonna be batista season two Dave legendary
0: batista. we're gonna talk Ooh. about Dave batista's 2005 so
1: listen that's the entryway baby so many people cardi b discusses the 2005 of batista and she remembers it in vivid memory <laughs> um so yeah, it, this should be fun and we got some other special content coming up very very soon.
0: Very soon. Shh, can't talk about. Should sh- be at yeah, $5 a month. She sh- Get everything. <laughs> $5 a month. If you want to be on our Patreon $20 a month. Sh- 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 you good. you <laughs> Uh so, first up on No Bar this week, uh Keith Lee finally explained his mysterious absence uh from this year. Uh in a, in a about a 9-minute video uh on YouTube talking about how uh, just a lot of revealing things, a lot of really not dark, but, but very scary things that happened to him. Obviously, um, we knew that he had caught COVID and that's why he had been off the show. We didn't know why he disappeared for so long between the months of January and, uh, and now, uh, when, when he, when he returned, but he mentioned that he caught COVID and in doing, you know, his checkups and things, uh, the WWE medical staff had found out that he had a heart issue a heart inflammation issue that kept him out of the ring for over six months. He mentions, uh, you know, the support of Mia Yim, who, while taking care of him, also caught COVID and missed her spot in the Royal Rumble, which, again, makes a lot of sense now and really kind of shows that she was willing to sacrifice. I mean, honestly, Mills, I think if she had been in the Royal Rumble, she would be on TV right now because I, I think that that her taking care of Keith Lee is probably that now we understand why she hasn't been on TV is because she's been taking care of him.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it it brings a lot to actual light. I mean, a lot of people are having these discussions about where's Keith, where's everything. And I think he's been holding it up too. Um, And I think he's overall. I think over the last number of months, we've seen his Twitter posts before he actually returned on television. He's been quite frustrated with kind of how things are going because he definitely felt like his career, especially at a time that we're at in the WWE, especially kind of like, I guess it's a heightened a little bit of like, you know, nerves and stuff because of releases and so much stuff is going on. WrestleMania back in front of crowds, people like the business is moving. And I think he felt like he was missing it. And you can kind of sense the frustration from a lot of the, you know, um, a lot of his tweets and posts. But he promised this reveal. I wouldn't even say it's a reveal. I kind of want to say it's like, I don't know. Like it felt like, you know, kind of expressing the things that he's been going through. But I think he expressed it more so for a reason. I don't think this was to kind of, like, subdue the fans, the rabid fans, who, were like, WWE is not pushing Keith Lee, and what are they doing with him, and blah, blah, blah. I think it's overall kind of a learning lesson to kind of, like, you know what? Make sure that your health is a priority at the end of the day. Like, all of this other stuff, you know, all of this stuff is great. The NXT championships, the, the 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 World Championship shots, the World Rumbles, and all this other stuff is great. absolutely. But at the end of the day, like, without your health and wellness, without your mental health, without your physical health, without everything kind of, like, moving at the same pace, like, you're going to end up burning yourself out. And it could have been a condition similar to, like, let's say um, Eddie Guerrero, for instance, right? Like, imagine—and I think a lot of the health and wellness policy came kind of swinging out of that because they found— a lot of conditions with him that were underlying that maybe if they'd been checking out beforehand and maybe if it wasn't moving so hard and a lot of other stuff that they probably could have caught. But I think Keith is definitely prioritizing health first and I appreciate the message and, and, and and I applaud him for being so vulnerable with us um, when he really didn't have to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it, It was, it was, it's a tough video. Uh, to watch and 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 see how much both he and Mia sacrificed in getting him back to health. Um, I think it, again, it speaks it speaks a lot to the "What have you done for me lately?" mentality of fans today, and blaming everything on the booking. Like I, I feel like we're just way too in the weeds with what's going on behind the scenes that people don't see the forest for the trees sometimes. And I'm not saying that Keith Lee's situation is normal all the time and everyone goes through the same thing. But I think that it would, it's possibly more normal than people think, especially now with, with mental health being at the forefront of everything. We just heard Bianca say on our interview that, you know, two of the most biggest inspirations to her right now are people who take their mental health into consideration over the job, which they should. And who knows? You know what I'm saying? I even mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. I, I said that like, Keith seemed off. He, he he has seemed off and he's really just now to me started kind of getting his reps back. I saw his match on main event, the match with Carrion from a couple of weeks ago. He's just not getting to where he's supposed to be at now. And, you know, I, I think that they putting him in position and I, I think he's going to be okay. He's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine.
1: That's amazing. I love it. I love it more for, uh, you know, and, and I assume Keith will be back where he's supposed to be. We're in some, we're in the swing of things for SummerSlam. So we, it can't always be like everyone's getting their spot right now. But I'm sure after Sam Slam, everything after, we'll be back to where we need to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, next up, you see you see this NXT revamp news.
1: Ooh. Talk about it. More NXT news. Yo, yeah. what was that? That Vince McMahon walking into the thing changed the entire... I need to know what he saw. I need to know through his eyes. I need to know <laughs> why? why,
0: because... I mean, looking at it from where where we stand right now, looking at the call-ups, the amount of years they've been there, the amount of people that, that, that are said to be getting called up, I mean, he probably looked at it and said, if you've been here for a certain amount of time, you need to go you need to get
1: called up. But what about like the operations of it? Like so we're getting this news now that NXT is kind of like going back to tape schedule. I'm not sure if it is it permanently or that week. It's
0: only for that week. And I'm guessing it's because um I'm guessing it's it's because they're taking some time and in, in, in revamping everything, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know why they're taping the next two weeks after takeover is done, but I don't think it's because of, of revamp, but mm. I don't like, I, but the thing is people are like, people are like, before we get to the, the, the main point of, of what Vince saw, like people are like, Oh my God, they, they took the L they, they, they're, they're giving up. I'm like, this is what the show essentially was <laughs> before right. it went to USA. Like, this is not different. This is just them doing what they've always done. In fact, if you watch the NXT like I did weekly for years, this mm-hmm. should not, this isn't a surprise to me. And, and I think, you know, if they sing what they're about to lose, if they're going to lose Cole, if they're going to lose, you know, any number of women that could get called up in the next couple of weeks, they do need to sit back and kind of revamp and, and and tell new stories with these characters that they have. And I'm not saying the roster is done and, and dead and gone because people keep saying, oh, they want bigger guys. They want younger guys with all the people leaving. They do have a younger roster than they'd had other than like Santos. Uh, who else is older? Santos is probably like the oldest guy. Him and LA Knight are probably going to be the oldest guys there. Mm. I think LA Knight's almost 40. Santos is almost 40. Uh, Trevor Lee or Cameron Grimes is probably like in his late 20s. Kyle O'Reilly's mm. like early 30s. Yeah. I'm like i not tell Vince that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they ca- that, they're, they're calling up a lot of people and, and I think Vince probably saw like ain't no more hiding in the PC. Get called up.
1: Absolutely. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I don't, these, this NXT news, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. I think NXT is a show that you either enjoy or you don't enjoy. And I think with all the, I think that all the speculation distracts from the, um, the quality of the performers or a lot of the things that are actually happening on the show, which, you know, some is good, some isn't good. But you know what? I think overall focusing on the show itself, it's a good show, so I think favorite, all the it has been ahead. my
0: favorite. It's been my favorite weekly show up until like literally, maybe what two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It, it has it, SmackDowns kind of edged it out, mm-hmm. but I mean it's been consistent, if not anything, for the past year. So I don't know what where the NXT is dead stuff is coming from. I don't I don't understand it.
1: It's it's in comparison to the AEW thing, whereas AEW thriving.
0: Been, listen, man. This this is this is the thing. No matter what these two companies think, you know damn well the AEW don't get half or, or NXT don't get half the amount of money and marketing and budget that AEW gets. <laughs> you can look at the show and see that. Come on now, you knew this was a bigger show. What is what are y'all thinking? You knew it was a bigger show. Maybe in the beginning we were like, okay, it's kind of even. We don't, we don't know, but then it 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 clearly lapped it. They're they're. It's not the same.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's not the same. I think overall, it's it's AEW's main brand show against the NXT show. And I expect for AEW, at least their momentum is kind of rising. NXT... Judging from all the moves if it taking a step back, the perception would be that it is failing or taking a step back. But I think it's really taking a step back to hopefully maybe take a step forward. Um, I would love to see in just my own personal thoughts on this entire thing and not just kind of analyzing it. I would love to see NXT continue as the show that it is. Um, I would love to see it continue to strive to be that third brand even though it's like okay yeah like it's not real it's not raw or smackdown but it's offering enough of an alternative and it also gives a lot of people the ability to be in that kind of environment like think of how much nxt has provided opportunities for these guys to have these long matches that maybe they wouldn't have anywhere else you know what i'm saying these uh have make these performances that they wouldn't do bianca belair who i mean enough said about her but it all started on nxt you know what i'm saying and the ability and 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 kind of the latitude and everything that has now happened on the main roster is because everything that's been going on in nxt and you can see that for a lot of guys on the main roster so to think that nxt is dead or that nxt hasn't really contributed to anything um i think it's false i think nonetheless they will continue to produce stars We will continue to see these amazing encounters. They have NXT TakeOver 36 on Friday. I mean, Sunday. Oof. Got me messed up. Um, They have it on Sunday, and it's going to be an amazing show. And you're going to be like...
0: (laughs) It's an aggressive show. It's a lot of violence.
1: A lot of violence, baby. Come on. Turn that up. But it's going to be an amazing show. And I think it's going to be... Bruh, I can promise you, I have not, if any, if, damn, I don't, do I want to start a war? I don't really want to start a war. I'm not saying AEW is necessarily bad, but I'm saying like, I haven't seen an AEW show better than some of these takeovers. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've watched four hours of, I've watched Cody drivel into midnight hours on a microphone talking about all this other stuff like that, but it still has not it's not replicating the magic of a Sasha versus Bailey was. Or it's not replicating the magic of, you know, NXT takeover in New York, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Like, that's, they still haven't gotten to that part. And that's why I hold NXT so dearly. And, you know, I didn't want to put it at odds against AEW, but I'm just saying, in this standpoint, they still offer something on this show. Don't count it out yet. These people, performers. These people um, deserve a lot more. I guess they deserve a lot more and
0: respect on their name. You st- this, yeah. this, is, this is a roster of meals that even if Adam Cole did leave, you still have Kyle O'Reilly. You still have Samoa Joe. You still have it's the next
1: man up. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, it's everyone. It's the next man up.
0: No matter e- who leaves, EO is still there. Um, you, you have a bunch of Frankie Monet is still there and she's just getting started. Like, there's a lot of people on the show. Like, the roster's not done and gutted. there are gonna be a lot of people gone. But the thing is, Mills, they should have been gone. And I'm glad they're finally moving some people because I'm like, bro, we looked at the same. And granted, COVID fucked a lot of shit up. We, we get that. I understand that. But they, but I think, re, like you said, NXT does need to step, take a step back because they need to tell different stories. They need to tell stories differently. They need Did to. You,
1: sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: And, and i think that <clears throat> this will only serve as 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 a good base for them to jump off of get carrying out of there that was a huge that was a huge stain on the show to me was having carrying be that champion because it just we just wasn't he it wasn't the right fit for that brand
1: did you hear the news of why a lot of these releases happen or at least the speculation why these releases happen It's because NXT had originally planned to do a lot of worldwide business and because of covid um you know, all those kind of territories that they we were hearing about NXT Japan, we were hearing about NXT Germany, or whatever the hell it is. I have no idea if they're actually plausible or not. Um, but they had hired all these guys to essentially, like, put in these territories. And that's why you saw, like, a Dakota Kai on NXT UK back in the day before. And you saw a lot of other people, you know, just floating around with other places and I think kind of covid messed the entire thing up and I think overall they scrapped the plans and now just decided to kind of just scrap the idea in general. So what what do you kind of think about that? It makes sense.
0: I think when you when you when you see people say it's not it's, don't tell me it's cuz of business then what 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 else could it have been but that? I mean, we're just now meals seeing Walter come back, Druganoff come back. People cuz the thing is the NXT UK NXT pipeline was supposed to be f- free flowing like you said. Right, and then it, it, then it stopped. It stopped being that, and we knew why it was. And I'm like, I, I think people are way too obtuse about this. Like, yes, releases suck. They it sucks not seeing your favorite people there anymore. But if you're telling me that, okay, I don't. They're saying that like, we don't really see this person being a fit on the main roster. Uh the, the the tryout didn't really impress us. Who are we to say? You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: right. if it's, no. if
0: it's not a fit why do they got to stay there? You say they're hoarding people. If they're not a fit, let them go.
1: Right. Am I, am I sounding crazy here? No, I mean, you're not, you're not sounding crazy at all. I mean, I think we're, everyone's just kind of used to, I guess the NXT where everyone stays and everyone has a great time and everyone's laughing, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, business, bro. It's different.
0: I can tell you one thing. thing. Not everybody there is having a fun time. (laughs) So, you know, but that, but that's with any job. Right. That's a an new job.
1: But yeah. Um Did you watch
0: uh, Heels on Stars?
1: I did not watch Heels on Stars. I feel terrible. I feel well, terrible.
0: Full disclosure here. Uh one of our good friends, my brother, my one of my best men at my wedding, uh Pat oh. Barut, uh Pafifi himself. He uh he was a writer, a staff writer on season one of Heels. So
1: never fucking knew. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm just I you knew- I knew about a year ago because
0: he was telling me what to watch. He was asking me what to watch. And I was like, "Oh." and then he actually got his own WWE Network account. He he went deep into watching it. He would be watching pay-per-views with us. He was watching takeovers and all that stuff with us.
1: Never so, even asked me a pay-per-view. I would have told him all the great stuff, all the mismatches in the world to see a true artiste in fashion. You know what I'm saying?
0: He, he was deep in it. I, I would say Pat knows a lot more about wrestling than like, Anyone. but the thing is with, with this it was so funny that heels was kind of full circle for him and 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 really us to be honest because we would go to pwg shows all the time and he loved riddle he loved Keith Lee he loved seeing those guys and um so him being able to write a wrestling show to me was just it was it was the icing on the cake there because he didn't know he knew what the aesthetic was and the aesthetic in, in on on heels is that 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 recita look and and um the show star Stephen Amell. Uh, first episode I thought and, and I said full disclosure because him working on it doesn't affect is it you know it has no effect on what I would be reviewing if it, if it was whack I would have told Pat it was whack but it's not whack it's actually a really good show it, it, the first
1: episode was really good mm, I gotta tune in okay alright I gotta I gotta cop star gets, no, I think well, I do have stars
2: hmm.
0: it gets a little if you don't have stars you can get a 7 day free trial uh, just to see if you like the first episode and if you want to stick with it it's only like what like 8 bucks
1: a month Just, you know, do that until the
0: seasons are out. I know a lot of people do that for power.
1: Or or if you cheap like me, wait till the season ends and then cop the stars pack. (laughs) (laughs) You look like the. I imagine you looking like the purple emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Just me and random me with random emails trying out different shit. Of course. Yeah.
0: So, um. It's really good. Uh, I think the first episode does kind of suffer from exposition, too much exposition as still like what a uh, heel is, what a face is, what kayfabe is. I'm just like, uh, but I think it's because I'm familiar with it, and the show is trying to slowly indoctrinate people who aren't. But as, but as a drama, just without the wrestling stuff, there there is a lot of um, there there's a lot of really good stuff in here. It deals with two brothers, uh, one heel, one one is a face, and they're dealing with uh, kind of like the the. And to the, the antiquated methods of the booking and also trying to keep their wrestling federation afloat. And um, the first episode kind of has allusions to the Montreal Screwjob, has allusions to like Brett and Sean, a lot of stuff there that there's allusions to. And I thought it was really cool. A lot of cool name drops. Vince McMahon gets a name drop. Sting gets a name drop. A lot of really good name drops there for people who really love wrestling. But more than anything, Ooh, okay. the, actual, the actual wrestling on it, uh, it's actually well done. It's actually treated with the, with respect. That I think that um, like the camera work there is, is really good. But I, I, I after the the end of the first episode, you're gonna be like, holy shit, where does this go from here? I would have been like, yo, the show got to end here, or somebody got to die. Like it's it's their first like, <laughs> heels first episode. You're gonna be like, okay, I'm I'm tapped in. So um, definitely check out heels on stars every Sunday. Uh, I think okay. they upload on Saturday. I'm not sure the official um the official time. I would imagine eight o'clock. But um, check it out on stars. Absolutely. Okay. It's real good. It's real good. Shout out to Pafifi, man. He 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 put his foot in this shit.
1: Yes. Shout out to my co-host on Mount Silver. Who, uh, <laughs>
2: You're really salty. Never, I, told
1: you. I never heard of this. I do the show every week with you. And I never heard. I did the show almost every week with him. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it in my life. But guess what? You we still, I still love
2: you that. You
1: I'm going I'm to give him. We're recording a new Pokemon news coming out tomorrow. He's definitely going to hear about this. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Cause he's gonna say, "Oh no, I don't like to talk about, I don't like to
1: talk about work." Like, all right, bro, all right, bro, shut up. Congrats. <laughs> that's what I would say. I'd be like, "Shut up, you dim stars writer." You know, doing all these amazing creative things. Listen, that's how you gotta boost your friends up. At least that's how we do it in New York. Like, man, shut your ass up oh, with your God. job having ass. Um yeah. <laughs> Uh, any anything else happened this week? Anything? Oh Rampage. AW. Um Rampage, yeah. AEW Rampage. It's just the new hotness after SmackDown. Apparently, if you like three hours of wrestling on Monday night, you really love it on Friday night. <laughs> because um Rampage aired a debuted right after SmackDown this week. Had quite the um quite the uh you know the push a little push, you know what I'm saying? First of all, how, you, you got to love that a company kicks off its first show and the company's title is not even on the line. It's a completely other company's title. But nonetheless, amazing match between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Amazing? I liked it. I liked it a lot. You are, all right, so, so what do you want me to say? Great? Amazing, though. I like Christian. What do you want from me? Christian is fire. Come on, man. We just talked about an amazing match Christian had couple days ago for the SummerSlam two thousand eleven rewatch that you can listen to it on patreon.com backslash the H O R N C. I'll let the people decide. Y'all y'all decide. <laughs> <laughs> Christian is fine. I mean, now he got a he won a trip to Nashville. Um I, I didn't like the, how that went down. I didn't like how that went down. I
0: saw this tweet where somebody complained that 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 um Goldberg gets all these matches. He works like one match, you know, two matches a, a year or something like that. Christian worked nine times in the past six months or something like that. And then somebody co-tweeted it and was like, well, looks like looks like Goldberg should be the one wearing the Outwork Everyone shirt. <laughs>
1: Listen. It, Christian Listen. He did better. <laughs> Christian needs... I love Christian, but how he got tripped up, how... Kenny Omega, who does this entire thing, and it's all this glass door stuff, and all oh, everything is going to, we're going to open up the door, the forbidden door, and we're going to, this is how business is going to be done, and we're going to revitalize the business, and manage to get away without actually having to lose to anyone an impact. It's beyond me. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Christian needs a new, I, if he needs an agent, just call me, because it looks like he needs a new agent, because he's been dropped this entire sack of thing and no offense i don't think impact wrestling is a burden but i do think that it's kind of sketchy how that happens and no one really calls him out for it you know what i'm saying no one really calls out kenny omega for it, but give goldberg a, a wrestling match two times out of a year and suddenly it's bad for business
0: but okay so so that and then you have kenny not losing the triple a title on sunday or saturday uh triple mania when he really could have let andrade beat him for it have you seen the, the stuff behind that all the all of the bs behind that
1: i've heard i've heard very i've heard conflict conflicting kind of things yeah. regarding it
0: here's the thing it's not conflicting it's coming from the same person
1: so oh,
0: at first <laughs> oh,
1: shit At first, right.
0: Muster, Muster said aw didn't want kenny losing which okay let's just talk about the booking of that you gave this man this many belts it's he has to lose them at some point we know he's 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 Quickly going into a program with either one of the two guys coming into AEW, whether it be Brian or Punk. We know this. So, why not just create a story of him losing the belts? Right? And giving mm-hmm. one of the belts to Andrade, who desperately needs something <laughs> on that
1: weekly show. To be honest with you, he's got mad belts. You're going to lose him anyway. When you lose him, doesn't matter. <laughs> You're going to exactly. lose him.
0: Exactly. Why is he... Why are they protecting this? So, so Melzer says a that was AW. So like everyone starts saying, okay, that's dumb.
1: As they and then should. Tony Khan hit him on the hip and was like, yo, yes. <laughs> change his answer.
0: <laughs> so now, now Melzer and the and the and the, the, the head of AAA is saying that um they wanted they wanted Kenny to win. And I say, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, especially with the with Andrade's first match back
1: being there against Kenny. It made no sense. <sighs> It, it To me, it doesn't make sense at all. And I also think just in general, it's just bad business. You know, you're trying to, when's the next time Kenny, I mean, I'm sure he'll be back eventually, but like Andrade, come on, he's right there and he's a new hotness and you need to put him over. This, this is giving, this is giving me bad vibes. It's just giving me bad vibes just in general.
0: Bad, bad vibes. But, but listen, man, it's bad business altogether. What the, what? Why?
1: What do these people know about business, man? They put the damn, they put the damn, uh, they put the damn pizza cutter thing right ahead of the Domino's thing. <laughs> what do they know about business? What do they know?
0: Tell so me. Wait, what, what do you see this happening? Do you? Do you? I mean, I saw the match. People got mad at me because I said that I said Andrade was Sin with the Gucci belt. Of
1: course. Well, listen. I wanted to talk about that when we got to the hot takes thing on Thursday, because. Oh. People were mad at you. Well, I don't know about mad, but people are like, "Here goes that OG Johnny Five again." Fuck this guy.
0: I ain't done nothing. I didn't know that they loved him so much that they that they were actually. I know you know damn well.
1: People love Andrade, man. People love Andrade. I'll say it with this:
0: I don't. I don't necessarily him. agree. Do they? But do they love him so much that they are willing to overlook the clear deficiencies and when he left to when he got there at AEW? I watched
1: everything he's done. It's definitely it's definitely a different style. Don't get me wrong. He was not someone I don't think he was a finished product as of yet. Um, do I agree with you on his quality of work? No, but I don't I don't um, I don't disagree enough to actually fight about it. I don't really care. Um, but Andrade, you know what? you're not that guy.
0: He's not he that might guy. not be.
1: You <laughs> might. It might have been. It might have been. You know, the the gleam of a couple of things in the business. Yeah,
0: the bright lights take take Gargano away from him.
1: Take Alistair well, away. From him. Put him back in suspenders, and he might have been on the release list a couple of years ago. To be honest with you,
0: take Zelina away from him because <laughs> it was the Zelina
1: thing. Th- it was the Zelina thing that turned him up. I can keep going. I keep going. I mean. Don't though. <laughs> Don't you, though. I end up right every time though. Listen.
0: Do I am I capping? I end up right every time. What I say Listen. about uh? What I say about what's his name? Shibata. I, yeah, Shibata. He not coming back. What I say about that? What I say? What I say? Uh, what I say about Leo Rush? Cap God?
1: Cap, God. where's Leo Rush at? Where's Leo Rush? How about that? How's he doing? Making rap videos. Oh, word.
0: Yeah, I I was I'm always right. Okay, don't be mad because okay. I'm, I'm I'm the heel. I will play the heel because y'all gonna be saying the same shit
1: I'm saying in a couple months. Mark my words. Ne- They never say what you're saying, but they they gotta respect it now. And you I'm can sure. always throw it in their face. They gotta respect it now. Fuck them. But yeah, Kenny Omega still the champion. A show 200 baby.
0: We'll be right back with Slimmer Slam predictions. When we get, when we get back on the A show.
2: There is no better place to go than the park. You see, this it takes me right back to my childhood, and also the time where I did my very first backflip. <laughs> it's quite funny. We were all as a kids growing up. We would go to the park for a game of tag, but I, I would use my acrobatic skills and avoid being tagged. <laughs> but that's how it all started. That's what all began. I started to come to the park more and more just so I can see how many different flips I could do. You see, I didn't have the safest childhood growing up, but I knew I could always come to the park, be my true self, meet friends and be with my true thoughts. And now as my career as a 24-7 champion has taken off, I love to come here to think, reflect and take in the fresh air.
0: The music in the background makes it sound like, like a Cialis commercial.
1: That was the first time I've ever heard that, by the way. I watch the large part of the latter part of Raw on mute. So they hear him and not see this, but hear him. Who boy. <laughs> this is true. I mean, they're giving him a lot. I, I, I'm, I uh... When he said, like, I had a lot of my childhood memories at the park. I was like, wait a minute. Are you talking about the the hashtag history? We yeah. talking about the 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 the. Get apparently, there. he's the acrobatic crip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're like, <laughs> we getting there. I feel like we're getting closer. I feel like we're getting closer every time to it. So, we're one step there, at a
0: time. Bro. Yes, sir. We getting there. Okay. Let, let me let me tell you one thing. It was a cool segment. I don't hate. I listen. I would never hate somebody for them giving him a chance and him not being where he's at yet. And what, like a month into the role? And he's just getting promos now.
1: Vince McMahon loves this guy though.
0: He loves him. And I love we've all loved Reggie since the beginning. So any type of success this guy gets, I'm all for it. I love it. I, I like the I like the 20. They're, they're giving the 24-7. I mean, he's he's defending in a one-on-one matches. That's how much they love this nigga.
1: <laughs> if you love Reggie, put an emoji in the comments of this thing. And <laughs> let me know if you love <laughs> Reggie.
0: Oh my god. Okay. Um we're going to get into SummerSlam prediction. SummerSlam taking place in Las Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium. I don't think I'm going to make it this 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 time. I don't
1: think I'm going to make it. A damn shame. John Cena waiting for you. John Cena, by the way. John Cena. And you can't make it to SummerSlam. I I don't know. I don't know. So my mom's here.
0: My mom's visiting. I haven't seen my mom. Tell your mom
1: come too. I'm sure she want to see John Cena.
0: You do not want to be in a 40,000 person arena. <laughs> Listen. Are they gonna be vaxxed
1: up in in, in,
0: in in Vegas? I mean, sure, I think they have to be, but you know, you don't wanna you don't risk it. You know what I mean no, no. You I get it. I mean yeah I haven't no. seen her since before COVID started, so that's
1: almost two years. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. I saw her right before COVID hit. Good for you. And now but now the good for you that you get to see her again. Shout out to that. Shout out to families being brought back together by vaccinations. Yeah, so. I'm gonna, be an extra, save. I'm gonna be an extra save. I just can't do the turnaround. I can't do the turnaround. Can you go to, to take over? In Florida? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Shit, man. You can't do one, do the other. <laughs> now anyway. Florida worse.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh SummerSlam, 10 matches on this show. What
1: uncharacteristically booked. <laughs> That's all I gotta say for SummerSlam. Uncharacteristically booked. I'm now. I'm wondering which of these matches ain't gonna get no damn time.
0: Oh uh, well, I mean, I don't think you should wonder that. I think you should wonder what's gonna be on the pre-show.
1: Yeah, it's Mysterio's baby. Come on, Dominic. Again? No, they're not gonna be yes. that again. Oh, yes, they will. I'm sure they will. They're not gonna put Drew on it. Let's see. Let's go through it and then we'll we'll name it. Okay. Whatever you think.
0: Uh, some some glaring omissions here. Finn Balor. The New Day. Uh, Asuka. Who, I think she's on vacation. But, um... I hope so.
1: I don't think she's been backstage in a minute. <laughs> I hope so. I gotta watch Kana... Let me see Kana Chan. Where's she at with hers? Has at she home. <laughs> Enjoying it? Let's see. She need to take a trip back home. They need to send everyone from Japan and tell them, like, yo, we're gonna give you four, four, five, seven weeks off. Just go enjoy things your family. Come back. Oh, look at nope. Kana Chan in Florida. Yeah,
0: she, she has not. She, I don't think she's been backstage in a minute.
1: Mm. She's still making breakfast, huh? <laughs> she's, she needs a
0: break. I mean, she worked the full calendar year last year.
1: She she she's been doing amazing. Shout out to her. Look at that. I haven't watched Kana Chan TV in a minute. Shout out to that. Let's let's go over yeah. summer snow. But I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna have this running in the background.
0: Okay. Well, what?
1: <laughs> Can't do that. She's in Orlando right now. Ooh, okay, okay. Conor Chan TV. All right, you know, let me. T-
0: I'm trying. The Pacquiao fight's not happening, so they're actually the the only thing in town on Saturday.
1: Damn. Him is WWE versus Usher.
0: <laughs> Which one of you? The show will be over before then. It starts at uh, <laughs> starts at five here.
1: The Usher thing. I wish I could have went to the Usher show, man. If I knew, if I had put like two brain cells together, and like yo, I could go to Usher and then SummerSlam. I've, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been to the Mariah Carey one. I had to review it. That didn't link. turn out good for you either, to be honest with you. It might have been Wool's worse, um, the Sandrade thing or the Mariah Carey hate.
0: Mariah Carey thing. I'm I'm not afraid of, nerds, lambs, lambs. <laughs> I'm not afraid, so I'm afraid of them. Freedom man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty crazy. They're are they worse than the
1: than the um the barbs? No, no. I knew you were gonna say barbs, and ultimately, no. Shout out <laughs> to they. You know what? I'm not even gonna say anything. All I want to say is shout out to Nelson because I know he had to go through some some barbs recently, and I hopefully him, you know, and his family has come out the other side. They're they're a destructive bunch. What happened? They they targeted him and his um and his and his um girlfriend. What did Nelson do? Whoa, I didn't hear about this. What happened? I didn't I didn't I don't know what they did. Listen, I don't want to get into too many business before, but the barbs were, listen, we had to report an account. That's all I had to know. That's all I knew. We had to report an account. The barbs are doing too much. And I love Nicki Minaj's Queen Radio. <laughs> and I love her new song with Bia. Whole lot of that's, money. That's that's a betrayal. If I've ever good. seen one. But Barb's is I. It's, it's, listen, I can't keep up. Barb's carbs don't fucking know it anymore. Um. Been- <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's get into the show. First up,
0: uh, just announced. Let's go with the just announced stuff. AJ Styles and Almost versus RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team Championship. A lot of this has been like the the main storyline for Raw for two weeks, so I would expect this to get uh, on the main show. Honestly.
1: They did their sweet-ass time with dragging this thing out. And I don't want to say drag it because it wasn't like a dragon. But the build for this, they took their time, man. Mm -hmm. Even the fake-out last week was like, no, I'm going to be your partner. Fuck you. And then Randy being like, you know what, bro? I actually love you. And I've been holding it inside for quite some time. And now let's be a tag team. So... It was giving me very old school wrestling vibes with the whole the, the massive build to this tag team partnership, and began the match that we desire at SummerSlam. Now, where will the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships go? It's a good question.
0: Um, you I, AJ and almost have they've beaten everyone. There's nowhere else for them to go. I think the the real story here is uh, Mansoor and Ali being the ones that take it from whoever wins this. I think
1: that's the so story. Do you think? Orton and Riddle will split up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just been really booked well. <laughs> so, like,
0: I think that if they were to split, I would do it after they get a couple of tag wins in their belt. Because, I, I mean, we haven't actually really saw them as a tag team yet. So I'd run it for a couple of weeks,
1: if not months, at this point. No, I mean, so my thing is, if it's going to lead to a violent split, um, if it's not going to lead to a split, I would not have them win it. But if it is, I would have them. I mean, I think by WWE standards, if it's leading to a split, you're going to give them the tag team championships anyway. Yeah. Um, But, I could also see them being in a position where maybe they want AJ Styles to move to a different brand. Maybe they want him cuz he, he he's a jumper. He jumps between Raw and SmackDown like like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I could see them moving him. I can't necessarily see them putting Riddle and Randy on SmackDown. So, who knows? I mean, at this point, who knows? So, I'm going to actually pick I'm going to pick Randy and and Riddle. I pick, pick them
0: two. I pick them two cuz they want to they want to pop and they want to they want to Orton face pop. P- people have been wanting Orton to be like a tweener for a minute. The right. the, the chemistry is there. Riddle's over his shit, Orton's over his shit. Have it have them face each other maybe at like D- December in TLC or something like that. Break them up before Survivor Series and then have them go into TLC. I think the real long-term plan is now that the guy got his issues out the way that they want to put Riddle in that position. I, I mean, I, I was chewing in right now. I think Riddle is, is definitely in my top three predictions for Royal Rumble next year. So you want mm-hmm. to give him that. Uh, you want to give him that. You want to give him that old head run with a, with with one of the old heads to kind of stamp him. And I think Orton's that guy. Okay, I can see it. Next up, uh, we have Eva Marie <laughs> with Dewdrop <laughs> versus Alexa Bliss. This was announced on Monday Night Raw this week.
1: I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Mills? <laughs> I'm surprised it's happening. I'm really surprised. Not surprised. Ain't no way that's pre-show either. No, it's definitely not pre-show. I expect theatrics. I expect it's Eva Marie who doesn't really wrestle versus Alexa Bliss, who at this point in her career doesn't really wrestle neither. Um, I don't expect a match. I expect shenanigans. I expect <laughs> Dude Drop to do a lot of the work and take a lot of the brunt of a lot of things and Eva Marie to run out scathed. But I feel like... You know, at at some point I think we thought that Eva Marie would be like the the baddest woman on the planet. Not like baddest woman on the planet, but essentially like the biggest heel on Raw. And I don't think she has been. I think this this the storyline has kind of tapered off a lot of that reaction because generally I think people are reacting to it with more so I don't care than uh actual like strong feelings about this. Well so, I I
0: think people I think people in their heads thought that maybe she was gonna Outlap or overdo any of the women that were already established there, and I never thought that that was ever going to be the case when they brought her in.
1: Mm. So why so, is she here?
0: <laughs> so when they, well, I mean to, I was, to get dewdrop over.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess so.
0: Yeah. I mean that that's where it's leading. I mean, you, and then you know, I my what I would do is I would have dewdrop finally, you know, try and kind of stand up for herself. And then Eve Marie has another heater <laughs> that helps her be dewdrop. You know what I'm saying? Like that, and, and that brings up another woman.
1: I wonder what Shayna Baszler's thinking. I bet Shayna is like, yo, this could have been me.
0: She was, <laughs> this she was on the show. Been me. She was on the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, um, no contest. <laughs> I mean, even Marie has taken losses already, so it's not like a loss with her will actually matter. And Alexa Bliss at this point is just doing her thing. I'm calling it no contest. Something blows up. You're also asking Eva Marie to act. <laughs> <laughs> They've asked a lot from her. Have you seen the promos over the last number of months? They've asked a lot from her. She's in the biz. It haven't been bad, but you know. I, I haven't cared. I just haven't cared. Um, yeah. next up. Uh,
0: next up, Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky are banned from ringside. So this is a regular ass match. Now, if you would have showed me this match two and a half years ago, I would have shit on it.
1: I'm willing to give it during the peak win- of Mo- <laughs> the peak of Jinder Mahal.
0: <laughs> now, I'm willing to give this match the benefit of the doubt because and why and why? Because Drew McIntyre is a friend of the show. <laughs>
1: oh yes, of course. of
0: course. He is involved, but just his involvement means that we're not going to get a total stinker. He's going to make, he's going to will rather gender to a good
1: match that's worthy predict, of his. Game. Predict the star count for this match. We're not even going to predict the winner because we know who the fuck is going to be. Predict the star count for this match. <laughs> three. Three. Oh three. God. If, he
0: can, get, if he can get three stars, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put an all star patch
1: on this jersey. I'm gonna give it two and three quarters. Just a a match that happened. I can't see this getting any amount of time on SummerSlam, like any worthy amount of time, considering there's ten matches on here.
0: If it's a squash, people are gonna be so mad, but they're not.
1: I don't gonna think be. people are gonna. Be, yeah, I don't think people care. Who? Ca- I don't think people care about Jinder Mahal that much, to be honest with you. If it's they a just, squash, people go up for Drew. They just want to cheer Drew. You think? Yeah.
0: I'm with that. I want to cheer Drew too. <laughs> Shout out to Drew,
1: friend of the show Friend of the show
0: Another another person that helped uh, etch our 200 uh, episode legacy Shout out Absolutely. to Drew Magitar. Um, Next up, Sheamus versus Damian Priest for the United States Championship Damian Priest on an island to himself With Miz and Morrison Weird shit for months
1: Do you give the title Damian Priest? That's really kind of what you're asking right now this is. A tough I say no. I say no. That, why do they protect Sheamus so much? I've never understood it. Sheamus is just Sheamus. They love Sheamus. Big guy can work. Can is a character. um Irish. What's not to appreciate? If he's in the AEW, he's a champion for five hundred sixty days. That's why they love Sheamus, because Sheamus is a guy. Uh, now, Damian, now, Damian Priest. Damian Priest, though. But he, but here's the thing. Like,
0: if he loses, they're just going to 50-50, and he's going to get the title on Raw or some shit. I don't
1: think they, I mean, I don't know. Hmm. The,
0: but listen, man, the booking of the U.S. title just in general is just so perplexing to me, because this is the one title that actually should get passed around a lot. Like I don't get why so many people like hold it for so
1: fucking long. Like, well, given- hmm. I mean, I think it's just been a very healy title lately because I think the three longest holders in recent memory have been um, Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, and who came before Bobby? Bobby Pete, Thing Andrade. Andrade was U.S. Champion last year. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Um, and who do you beat? Rey Mysterio and then who do you beat? Uh, Samoa Joe Samoa Joe, yeah so it's a very Healy belt it's a Healy belt I have no interest in this match though I have no surprise me, please like well, be- Damian... well because
0: here's my thing well the reason that there's there's no fucking interest in it is because half of the feud has not even been between Damian and Sheamus themselves like there was this, there's right. been no heat towards it I love Damian, okay? and i think that you know they have he disappeared for a minute which was weird showed up into the zombie match i get it you had to end that feud with ms morrison but then he came back and he's still doing the same shit it's like dumb and then the ms and morrison they're, they're they they have a fight and then they make up at the end of the show
1: they're the splitting showdown. i'm sure they're splitting
0: Who's the, who's gonna be the one splitting? Who's who's gonna be the heel
1: here? I don't know, but it 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 didn't work out the last time, so I don't know if they should necessarily. I think they want to split to get Miz doing single things again, Joe Mo to do singles thing again, but the split never worked out last time, neither. You think they're gonna split in the draft? I, they need to. I'm 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 done with these two. Just to, just a but I don't know what you do with John Morrison on his own. Like, what does he become? Who does he become? His entire run has been with Miz. Even point, the best days of his career have been with the Miz, <laughs> even back in the day. All right, here you go. Sorry, I mean, sorry, but sorry, a little truth serum came out, but you know, um, facts. <laughs> um, Sheamus wins.
2: I'm
0: gonna say Damian wins. Okay. I want to say Damian wins. That I, because I, I, you know why? Because so many baby faces have lost on Raw. <laughs> like all the baby faces lost on Monday. Mm, you're right. Like, like even yeah. Nick just picking up dumbass losses for no reason to heels. It doesn't make any sense. I, I think that, but if you, you never know. I, they, they might swerve things, but the, the way they push Seamus, like they protect this motherfucker so bad. I thought Riddle was going to beat him at mania and he didn't. So who knows? I, I'll, I'll go drew and not drew, I'll go Damien just, just to have a split here. Um, next up, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Seven years in the making. Like I said last week, we don't need to be sold on this match.
1: <laughs> we don't need much of a sell. No, you don't. It's just... It is. It is what it is. Um, If you ask me who's winning this match, I think it's Edge. It's going to be... Edge needs... Edge, need- <laughs> Edge needs a win. Edge has lost <laughs> consecutively since Royal Rumble. Like... He's won on SmackDown, but he's not won an actual, like, besides the Royal Rumble and I think that match against Randy, he has not won a single important match since returning. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, listen, man, There's always
1: room for a rematch. There's always room for a rematch.
0: Yeah, of course. I I mean, I, I too have the same worry that you do with Edge. I do think he tends to overthink things, but I do think Seth has, has become so much of his own character now that. Whatever Edge decides to do, I think Seth can balance it out really well. I'm really looking forward to what the psychology will be. I don't want this to be like holds and shit when they first start. I want this to be like a fight. You know, like this should be a fight. I actually think there should have been a stip. There's like a very, very big lack of stipulation matches on SummerSlam. And that's so unlike this show.
1: I think we'll get a stipulation for this match eventually. Because I think Extreme Rules is coming up, I think. I believe. Is it next? It It probably is next. It
2: probably is.
0: It's next. It's that, and then Clash of Champions. So yeah, there you stip go. Bada bada boom. Well, if it's not a stip match, I think Seth's gonna win this.
1: To have You'll edge, have to agree to disagree. I I gotta say Edge
0: because you want to redo the the let the, the foot on the neck thing. You want to
1: redo that. You can have him do it after the match. Give, a little, give me a little Shawn Michaels versus Triple H 2002 where Shawn Michaels wins, and it's like, oh, my God, he's wide Yes. ass, and then he, like, <laughs> destroys his back for no reason. Let him destroy his neck, take a couple weeks off. Man is very invigorated and angry. He says, yo, I'll see you at Extreme Rules in the only match I know that can take you down and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I...
0: <laughs> I would love if we actually did that on the show. Um next up, Nikki Ash versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. I, I had said, I had said this was the most they, I had said this was the most important program on Raw. And I mean it gets like the most time of anything. It got the, it got more time than the WWE
1: championship or Raw. Like, this was the most important which is program. bullshit because Raw's three hours. <laughs> Why are they having two sets of matches? Like they fuck, had, man. They had, they had them women working, working. <laughs> on
0: Monday and I'll like, say, What the why the fuck is Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash on my screen again and they're working together and she just beat
1: her? And it, and it's it to the point where you're like, oh, who could be Charlotte's texting partner? I don't even fucking know. And you're like, oh yeah, Nia Jax exists. Oh my God. Um, she looks great. But um yeah. I I am the best thing about this feud is we've finally reached the point where it'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be over in some fashion stretch of imagination, at least in this triple threat on vantage, because them doing this thing where Charlotte is sitting outside waiting for things to happen and then she shows up and starts kicking people, not with it.
0: Not with it at all. I listen, I think the match is gonna be good because I think these three work really well together. I have I cared? I think Charlotte really does bog down programs, and I think the fact that they don't know what to do at Rhea even made it even
1: worse. I think because they are terrible I don't think all right terrible is a stretch but they are not writing anything original for Charlotte that's kind of it to me Charlotte to me enhances a lot of things because she has these great matches but I think just the things that she's kind of given over the last number of weeks has been so like redundant you know what I'm saying like we get it you've been doing this for months we understand it's your gimmick give me something more demand something different you're of a different plan please something please you show up you talk you do all this other stuff like that I appreciate it I love Charlotte Charlotte is amazing let's do something else please get away let's from the title something. yeah get away let's from the just title. do something else just do something else
0: I would hate to be mean with this but I think Rhea Ripley is probably going to win this match
1: yeah it's like Rhea country yeah. If they if they if they take away from Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash is finished, by the way. For the time being. Currently, think, right now.
0: I don't think she's finished. I think the feud is gonna be Rhea and Nikki in the fall. It should be. Um But I think Rhea's just so like like the Nikki stuff's weird, right? They're they're booing her for like literally no reason. Like I I, I don't think the character's that bad. But I also it's just
1: think not Rhea, edgy. We're, we're in a world where you need to be a little bit edgy as a face. Oh, but
0: it's only it's only adults booing her, it, but because
1: oh, yeah. it's a it's
0: yeah it's a gimmick for kids. <laughs> so like it's it is really weird. I think Rhea is probably more over than than everyone here, uh, and but, probably
1: in proximity to Nikki Ash. That's why you know, yeah, Nikki she's Ash cool, is right? being booed and Rhea is being cheered because Rhea has an edge and Nikki Ash is for fucking kids. No offense to Nikki Ash. I um, think she's great. But, yeah, I think she's great. It's for kids, though. It's for kids. They cool. gave her a little edge when she attacked Charlotte. I, 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 I'll say that.
0: What do you think's winning this one?
1: Um. Damn. um. Damn. Um, you just Charlotte. rewind
0: yourself. Charlotte. You said, dude, don't Charlotte.
1: Don't say Charlotte it's <laughs> the easiest answer. Don't say Charlotte. I feel like they're always in a tiff, and they're like, "Fuck it, give it to Charlotte." Who cares? I think we're patting this shit anyway.
0: I I think Rhea's gonna be a two time champ.
1: Charlotte is also undefeated at SummerSlam. I don't know if that's a t- statistic that um that uh means anything, but she is undefeated at SummerSlam.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't okay. mean anything. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Nothing. Okay. I Can't believe you said Charlotte. She's undefeated at SummerSlam. What do you want me to do? Bet against the odds? That's not how betting works, my friend. It's wrestling. Uh next <laughs> Bianca
0: Belair versus Sasha Banks for the Smackdown Women's Championship. Much better, uh, much better booking and writing and creative than the first time they fought, and much better writing, uh, booking and creative than the raw women's championship stuff.
1: Absolutely. Well, Sasha's in her element. She's the she's the bad bitch. She is she is in her mode right now. She is moving it, you know, peeking at all cylinders. Like she is doing everything right now. She it's amazing, um, and I think Bianca Belair she's gonna take it up to another level too. I yeah. need. I think this match is gonna be fantastic. I think we've got we've shed the 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 you know the idea of first women's main first you know black women main eventing WrestleMania this main event thing. I think we've shed all of that image and now we can get to kind of like yo. Wrestle and do your shit. Like, do your thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say Bianca Belair was going to win this match. You can attribute it to bias. I don't think it's bias. I think I would have called it if she wasn't on this show. But I definitely think it enhanced <laughs> my opinion of her being on the show. Um, so I'm going to say Bianca Belair because she laughed at all my jokes.
0: I'm going to let the people
1: decide that one. <laughs> um... <laughs>
0: I'm going to let the people decide. Uh, this was tough for me, Mills, because I feel like Bianca needs some adversity right now. And I feel like if Sasha does get what looks to be a stable with Zelina and
1: Carmella. <laughs> Ew. I hope that was just a one-time thing. Amen. Shout out to them wearing halves of an outfit.
0: You know you know what would make more sense <laughs> in that stable than either of those women? Aaliyah.
1: Yeah. From I don't NLC. think... I don't think... Uh, Sasha Banks can't do a stable. Stable, you got to step back and give. <laughs> she ain't stepping back. She ain't giving. The only thing she's giving is Sasha. All capital letters, baby. She could try. She better try. I don't think so. I think it's a detriment to these very... Especially Carmella, who thinks is like... Carmella is like a variant of Sasha, but... <laughs> white
0: bitch just how to do this shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's just now she's a moment a variant of sasha and sasha has then stepped her game up to look so completely was, different she said say i am the boss and you are my bitches you know, it's, it's, it's like, it would be like Destiny's Child, but you know how Beyonce was always in front? Like, Beyonce would have, like, the outfit that was, like, fire with the booty shorts. And, like, Michelle would have, like, a long dress.
0: <laughs> Man, that was way too descriptive. <laughs> like, what was the booty Ke- shorts? <laughs>
1: <With anything. laughs> she would have the booty shorts and, like, Michelle would have, like, a long dress. And, like, maybe Kelly would have, like, I don't know, some other long pants, something. But it was clear, like, Beyonce is like, wow, ta watch out now.
0: This man is wow. way too horny, Your Honor. This man is way too horny. Okay, shut up. Um, Bianca Belair wins this match. Who you got? <laughs> Sasha Banks. Okay, through some through some okay. BS methods, Sasha Banks. They got to start padding her um title title reigns too. They have to. Yeah, how many times is she? She's five. Oh, I think she's, she's five. I thought she was eight. Sasha. Yeah, I thought she was eight. No, let me look it up all right now. All, all together. Okay, all together. One, six, seven. She's seven.
1: You talking about the tag team championships?
0: No. Uh she's
1: seven. Five, she won six. won Raw Five NXT once and SmackDown once. Oh, okay. They are yeah. count, okay. counting Charlotte's. So we gotta count Sasha. <laughs> they gotta start, they gotta take that shit away because that don't really count. <laughs> they need to stop capping with the she's NXT seven. thing.
0: She's seven time. She's seven time. So they gotta start patting her shit. I, I I say Sasha ends this ends her
1: career about, about eleven. Eleven. I right. am right. I'm, I'm still pick Bianca Belair. I think she's gonna toss Sasha Banks off a fucking building. But <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many is? How many is is Bailey?
0: Don't don't answer. Don't answer too quick. Novak. Uh, four. Four. That's that's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Listen. And cool. Becky's Becky's up there too. Becky won. T- <laughs> Becky won a title on the two title reigns same night. <laughs> she's padded, baby. Come on, super padded. She's gonna do it again at Summerslam. Do you think Becky returns at Summerslam? Prediction. Prediction time, baby. Come on.
0: If the here's the thing, if that match isn't main eventing, um, then
1: no. If Punk shows up on Rampage, Becky is showing up at Summerslam. No, she's not. I guarantee. They I guarantee. don't give. A, they
0: don't give a fuck about that.
1: They're they're lying. If, if
0: Bianca and Sasha. If Bianca and Sasha is ending the show, then Becky is showing up. That's also, how you... if
1: Punk shows up at the Rampage, I'm going to laugh because I was like, why would you do that? Why would you do that <laughs> on a fucking Friday night? I mean, I guess you want people watching, but on fucking Rampage? Do it on the, the regular show or the pay-per-view or whatever the hell it is.
0: It's an announcement of an announcement. Like the announcement is that he's going to be on Dynamite next week.
1: Mm. Or they do a swerve, do a little Daniel Bryan. I guess. I don't know. I'm not interested either way. <laughs> I'm gonna be real honest with you. I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. But nonetheless, let's 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 continue with the show. Cause one this is going long, two, I gotta pee.
0: Okay. Uh the Usos versus uh Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships.
1: They do this a lot, they do this match a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. because they've done all variations. In all variations, Rey Mysterio is like, son, you gotta win. Like, please. <laughs> I need this, please. Win, <laughs> stop being whack, and win, please. That's very mysterious promo every week. I, um, I think I don't
0: think there's enough tag teams for that. These championships to be viable on SmackDown. I think it's funny that Raw actually has more tag teams. I think or are they, are they even? I think they're even. I, I couldn't tell you.
1: I couldn't tell you at all.
0: So Raw, Raw, scene, Raw scene just seems way more active. I guess, and and that's why. But. Yeah, all you get Otis and
1: them
0: and shit. To me, to me, all roads lead to uh, Street Profits, and I really just want to see Usos. U- yeah, I want to see I want to see Usos and Street Profits. So I I got the Usos winning here. There's no I reason. I got the
1: Usos winning. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. No offense to Dominic, but fuck that shit. Yeah, that,
0: there's no real reason for these two to have the tag team championships again. So
1: yeah, we got the father son thing. We don't got to do it twice. Y'all did it that, once. Once that. is an experience, baby. After that, I don't know what the fuck you're doing anymore.
0: Um Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Ooh. <laughs>
1: Let's predict the time. We gotta do it. You can predict the time like we did with Drew. What's the time? Seven minutes. I'm gonna say I was desperately long wrong last time.
0: <laughs> was I but close? You were wrong too.
1: No, you weren't you weren't close. Because it went over your time too. Um what did you say. No, you said like a short time. You said like ninety seconds. I don't and remember. it yeah i I was there um I'm gonna say i'm gonna say six minutes six minutes sure the real fear here is that actually is that Goldberg wins yeah
0: is that Goldberg wins
1: let me tell you Goldberg one thing. And his son Goldberg and his son win and he they both he holds the championship up while his son is also holding him up or something like that
0: it's the one title Goldberg Hasn't won yet is
1: the WWE title. Does Vince want that? He's like, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> I want this <laughs> guy holding my belt. Well, Ugh. it would be he'd have to come back next month, and that
0: would be the that would be the the next match they'd have. They'd do it again next month.
1: Extreme Rules with Goldberg, Bill Goldberg, you fire. Yeah, you don't want ones. Bill Goldberg with any any sharp <laughs> objects around him. <laughs> an Extreme Rules match with Goldberg
0: and last year would be more fire than what the fuck we're getting with this. I don't give a—I haven't given a I, shit. I don't want
1: that. Goldberg with any sharp objects around him at all. Yeah. He has yeah, not I, had a great history. What is sharp? Fucking limo limo <laughs> windows. How about that? <laughs> Limos? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Fucking steel chairs. That's not shocking. He's gonna gonna run through a steel chair. The chair is gonna explode and his brain will's gonna explode too.
0: What does this mean? What does this
1: mean? I think it means I want I think Bobby winning. I think Bobby's winning to get and we're getting Goldberg out of here.
0: They need to get Bobby out of here. I think Bobby's gonna win, but I they need to get Bobby out of here.
1: i agree with you. I agree with you. But if if Goldberg wins, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But I know we would be (laughs) maniacally laughing up and down the timeline (laughs) at everyone who's mad. Yeah, I would i'd be like the big woo his, his i'd big. be like lol <laughs> um yeah just, no but you know why i be laughing you know why we'd be laughing because this is what y'all wanted
0: y'all wanted drew out He's the, like, hey, the crib cr-
1: <laughs> yeah yo sting is sting is hip tossing fucking 20 year olds on the other television show yeah this isn't he the worst up. thing in the world <laughs> yeah he beat up two members of Everrise at once just off the strength of being sting, so let's, let let Goldberg cook, and Goldberg it looks like he's in amazing shape as well. So, yeah, um, I
0: love it. I love his son. He looks like he's he's next up. Uh, main event, which I well, what this what has to be the main event. Uh, Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal Championship. I'm gonna just set it, I'm gonna set it off right here. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the, the the promo from SmackDown on um, on Friday. I loved
1: it. I thought it was really yeah, good. Yeah. just great television. First twenty five minutes. Knocked it out the park. Incredible. Got all the shots in. Nikki Bella caught astray. She thought she was safe. <laughs> now she's back in the mix. <laughs> she can't wait to go on her Bella podcast or Us Weekly or something and be like, I think the men should shut up. <laughs> 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 I think me as a woman need, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm going to be clear right with you right now. Okay. Just give it to John. Give it to John. I'm going to be clear with you right now. People are calling Edge and Seth Rollins to steal the show. I think this match is going to steal the show.
0: The acting exclamation point between these two. <laughs> it's
1: going to oh, yeah. be all changed. Listen, they're going to have a whole cut scene. Suddenly the, the top square, the top black square, and the bottom black square are going <laughs> to hang on the screen. And it's going to be mad cinematic for no reason.
0: We're going to get uh, we're going to get widescreen 16 by 9.
1: Yeah, we're going to get all that shit. Listen man, the acting. acting. You're going to be like, "Is John Cena mic'd up?" <laughs> <laughs> is he mic'd up? Hold up. Wait a minute. Listen there. Audition?
0: There are many reasons why I think John Cena should just go ahead and break the tie because it is the ultimate thank you to the Is it man. because of what Flair did this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of it that way, but if that's the case, like, I mean, this guy is the, he is the the new age flair in a lot of ways. So many, look at the company. He's
1: going to say some some sly shit if he does. I I respect John, but.
0: I don't know why he would say anything sly. He's like, he, John has has wrestled at a high clip his whole career.
1: Very true.
0: Are there many arguments to, to anyone who's over the age of under the age, rather of like fifty or forty, that John Cena couldn't couldn't be in that conversation with Ric Flair. I don't I don't see that there's many arguments that he isn't. Mm. He changed the game. Very true. Am I am I, true. Cur- am I Wilding? No, no, you're not Wilding at all. Give it give it to John. Have Roman win it back at Extreme Rules, and then have him drop have Roman drop it at WrestleMania or whatever.
1: I don't think it's gonna happen, but.
0: I'm gonna pick John Cena because I because this is the guy that's this single handedly putting asses in seats for you this summer, and afterwards you want to have you want to have everyone you know come to your shows because he's gonna be doing more shows in September, and then Extreme Rules have him lose, and 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 right off into the sunset.
1: I think Roman's gonna win because Roman is just unstoppable right now. He's the big bad. He is just on a tear. How many people are gonna
0: get fed to him before he loses at one time?
1: A lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to come. I think they want to break the year, though. That's you the th- big you thinking. You thinking Finn is not weighing in the wings to get eight Finn, Finn, we're gonna have we're gonna be stretching Finn to at least three matches out of this thing.
0: Yeah, well, well, you can't do three matches with Finn unless you do one on SmackDown because the thing, the thing about Roman's fall is that his his um his schedule gets decidedly easier because one or two of those pay per views he can take off. So Survivor Series. You don't have to worry about a challenger for that. TLC, which I'm thinking, we're guessing, will be TLC in in December in Chicago. You could he could technically sit out for that if he wanted to, and do a tag match or some shit. So he gets a, he gets an easy schedule in the fall. So if Finn wanted to do it, yeah, you could you could do Finn at Extreme Rules and Finn at the Clash of Champions. But then it's like if you run into the same storyline issue that we always have with Roman: is that like it's inevitable and that something screwy happens and he, he doesn't he doesn't lose.
1: I, I don't know. I just feel like Finn is the direction. Roman versus Finn. And I feel like we, we, we need that. So I'm going to pick Roman Reigns as the victor in this match.
0: So do you feel as though, if Roman does win, that it uh-huh. is it is Roman um, and then Finn beats Cena on TV, probably? And then uh, I guess I would imagine Finn would beat Cena to become the number one contender or some shit, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or they do a triple threat. One of those two.
1: I don't even know if it need to be a number one contender, but I just feel like Finn is gonna beat Cena anyway. Just because yeah. like he needs that rub to get to the he doesn't need it, but like they're gonna do it anyway.
0: It's it's a great rub to give.
1: I, I owe think. you one. Yeah. You you owe me one. Let's 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 get it rocking.
0: Yeah. I'll say Cena. You'll say Roman. We'll see what happens on, on, on Saturday. Sorry. <laughs>
1: on Saturday. Hey. On Saturday. Did you count how many times they said this Saturday on fucking raw? They have to train you. They have to train the audience to say it. I don't yeah. know why people were complaining about that. They have
0: to train you. It's, a, it's on a different day. Legit. It's on a different day. <laughs> they have to keep saying it.
1: And people was like, yo, I got holes on Saturday. That's how it kind of felt where people were just like, yo, I got thick. Why is this on Saturday? I was like, relax. Naked.
0: You'll be all right. It, it's yeah, it's on, fine. Take Doing, off Monday. As soon as they <laughs> do something different, they, then it's a problem. So shut the fuck up. Uh, Real quick. Real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. Sorry to keep keeping you here. Uh, takeover. Walter and Drogonoff stealing the show?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I just love think, good, hard-hitting just, fucking British people.
0: I just think O'Reilly and Cole is just going to go way too long. I, 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 I know people they, they are going to be complaining about that main event for years, but I think it's going to go way too long. But yeah, uh, Takeover is happening on Sunday. Uh, and yeah, let me, let me cue this up real
1: quick. Yeah. Do you have the last call ready? Put on loop too. There you go. All right. Low down a little bit. All right. Listen, we're here. 200th episode. Oh, wait, wait. No, not last call. Fucking family thing. Switch the song. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I completely fucked up the song. It's family business. No, keep going. You don't want to switch to the family business? All right, all right, whatever.
0: You're already going. Okay.
1: So I want to give a shout out to all of our patrons. Shout out to X. Shout out to Geoff Trotter. Shout out to Jonathan McLean. Brandon Duggar. Shout out to Duggar. Shout out to John Pierce. Big Jeff, co-host of Lookout. We got Kel Lacey. Shout out to you. Ezra Owl. The Daily Smart. Aaron Busby. Kenny Brophy, Ron Ryan, Big Tim, Donnell Jones, big fan. Marlon Jackson <laughs> Christopher Novak. Shout out to you, Chris. We love you, Chris. Um gotta go to the next page. Cause we on two pages now with these patrons now. You see, this is a <laughs> gotta flip them. Um Scott Burton, Daryl Aikens. Tyrell Walden. Shout out to you.
2: you, let you? <laughs> Thank
1: you. Um, Amber Peoples. Marcus Flowers. Let let Cameron Glover. Chris. Big Rig. Shout out to my guy, Big Rig. Antonios, Antonio Salgado. Shout out to you, my guy. Um, Other Justin. Shout out to you. Namesake. Love it. Um Dr. Curtis Webb. I told you I'm gonna call you Doctor for the rest of your life. Um Chris Nelson, I love you, Nelson. We we gonna get these barbs. Um Z-Man. Okay. Asani Dream, Did I say that right?
0: Probably not. Keep going.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. Sinvidius, as always. Hall of John- Famer, Hall of Famer, John Highland. Amp, shout out to the Random Maxa podcast always. um Evan Stokes, Rob, shout out to Rob. Ugly Radio coming back. um Jose, shout out to you. Kellen Manning, shout out to you. Ronald Richmond, shout out to you. Chris Mack, shout out to you. Henny Omega, shout out to you. I gotta let the beat breathe a little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it fucked you up. It fucked you up. <laughs>
1: Jimmy Francis. Let your dad you. <laughs> Jason Knight. You Kassan Gatewide. Shout out to you. Joel Kananin, Damn. Oh, it's Joel. Not Joel. Joel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm a little Hispanic. Um, Josh. I'm not Hispanic. Josh. French. <laughs> <It's cringe. laughs> Joshua Hill. Darren Azell, DJ Larry. Shout out to you, Larry. Love you. Stefan Dimitri, Brett Royster, Angel, James Carter, Mike Brown, Nick Simon, J.D. Jackson, I am Jay Brandon. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Jalen Steverson, Mario Lewis, John Cowell, Sam Payne, Catherine Haggerty. Kit Chung and newest patron, shout out to you, Chuck! Shout out to you, my friend. We did it. That's all we we did it. We did it. Shout out to everyone who's a guest on the A Show for the past 200 episodes, man.
0: Yeah, uh, that goes for Shayna Baszler, Cesaro, Samoa Joe. Uh, Carmella was a guest one time. Drew McIntyre, Bianca Belair, of course. Thank you so much. The Miz, thank you so much. Bailey, you were supposed to be on the show. We're gonna get you when you get back. Um, shout out to uh, to Malcolm Bivens. Did some shit for us. Shout out to Wale. Did some shit for us before. Of course, Young Littlefoot. I, I know you heard the Bianca shout out. There you go. Shout uh, out to you.
1: Shout out to Jeff J. Shout out Jeff to
0: Jay. yes. Uh, Love you, Mark. Of course, two hundred six, two hundred five in Park always lives on. Uh, Cyrus, of course. Who else, man? Quan. Shout out to Kwan. Kwan MJ. Kwan for- M J, uh Channing, Armon, CC uh, The Rock, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know they the Rock. Jigga, oh, right. thank thank you to everybody who has. To, said, well,
1: well, well, let me let me continue. Shout out to um, shout out to Bill. Shout out to um. I'm trying to remember guests off my head now You
2: know what's um, it? Oh,
1: uh, ben, ben, Coyle, ben
0: Coyle was a guest. Shout out to everybody in the, in the in the Russell Chat Discord um, Just period.
1: It's The Rock You know what I'm saying? I want to give another shout Hold on, hold on, because I gotta have to note this because we got some news over the weekend Wasn't the best news, but it's still um, Shout out to uh, Hold on i want to make sure I get his name right. Jam- Jamal Hepburn. The show is dedicated to you, my man, because, you know, we got the news over the weekend. Chris, Her- Chris Hero, you know.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, Real he tweeted Hero. about it. Yeah. Real, Real Hero. Shout out to him. Um, he was and I'm, and and I'm going to cut it down for a little bit just to talk about this guy. He was a great person. Who, when he initially hit me up and followed me, I thought that he was gonna be like, you know, one of those guys that didn't exactly like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I said about either this New Japan or just you know things that I really actually actually feel. And he he actually would reach out and say, "Yo, I love what you're doing. I love the show. I fuck with the show. Completely supported it. You know, com- completely. You know, would give me matches to watch. Would, would, would you know? And this is a guy that I only knew from Daily Motion." him putting up all the new Japan shows. This was the guy. And I was like, yo, you're the guy, you know what I mean? And he was just so supportive of, of the show. So supportive of the a show supportive of me, supportive of everything me and Mills was doing. And, you know, to have someone kind of be in your corner from that side of of the IWC is just crazy. So, you know, when that was announced, it, it, it really hit me, it it hit me hard, you know, and, you know, just rest in peace to him. Um, I hope his, his family, you know, I'll keep them in my prayers. I, I hope that they can make sense of all of this and, you know, keep him and his family and his family in your prayers, you know, shout out to, shout out the real hero, man.
1: Absolutely. Shout out to, shout out to, um, kind of everyone. Sorry, shout out to Darius. First of all, Darius are one of our early, uh, world rumble winners. Shout out to Sinvidius, and another one shout out to just kind of, damn, I want to go down the list, but. It's so much names. Um, shout to everybody, man. Jeff, RNC, shout to everybody. 200 episodes. We couldn't have done this. We couldn't have done this. Um, we couldn't have done this without everyone's uh, support. And we wouldn't have done this because if we hadn't gotten support, I would have been like, yo, fuck this show.
0: Yeah. But yeah, we're going long. Uh, thank you all for listening to a Show 200. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter Spaces at uh, 6.30 p.m. on Thursday and uh, we have more news coming out this week for the A-Show and and especially for our patrons as well so uh, for meals I'm Justin please be safe and uh, we'll see you next week happy fucking of day (laughs) fuck that nigga